This is episode 25 of Sound Pollution. In this episode, we are going to meet Brooke Hall, a singer-songwriter based in Louisville, Kentucky, with a killer voice and some amazing lyrics. We will be discussing Brooke's journey in music, her inspirations, uh, stories behind two of her tracks, and of course, uh, she's going to share a great touring memory with a previous guest of Sound Pollution, Miss Kelly Newton who I believe is episode 4 and 17, and at this point probably alive, or 2 or 3. Uh, there's another great story with the two of them that will also be shared on the Patreon bonus episode for VIP patrons. Yes, the patron page that I've been talking about for two episodes is finally up and running. There are three ch- tiers. Um, the first one is $3 a month, and it you get an official shout-out on an episode of Sound Pollution. Uh, Then for $5 a month, you get a shout out plus early access to the music only episodes by at least a week or two, um, because I can do that now. And uh, VIP patrons for $10 a month get the shout out and the early access to the music only episode and the monthly exclusive bonus episode, which is where that other story is going to be in. So um, if you are interested in receiving, you know, some kudos for helping out sound pollution, early access to some of the great music, and of course, access to the VIP patron bonus monthly exclusive content, just jump on over to patron. I'm going to drop that link down in the description section. On that topic, I get to do my first official patron shout out to not only my first patron, but my first VIP patron, Miss Kathleen. Thank you, Kathleen. Uh, you are greatly appreciated. You are the first patron, and you are amazing. All right, everybody, on to the new episode with Brooke Hall. All right, listeners, I am here with Brooke Hall. Brooke, why don't you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, I'm a singer-songwriter. I've been a singer-songwriter for the last three and a half years. Um, Before that, I was a drummer. Um, I've been drumming forever. Um, And so I never really thought I would land to be a singer. Um, I've always been a songwriter, Mm -hmm. but uh, I never really thought I would be singing. So I always knew my musical journey would be playing music, but never thought it would be here. So the last several years have been super interesting and a huge turn for me just because I just always thought I'd be a drummer. And so, um, you know, then I, but I was like, you know, eventually I was like, Oh, how am I supposed to do all this songs? You know, I've got all these songs and I know kind of what I hear, but how's people going to hear them? So I was like, so then I taught myself guitar. And so then I've just started, like I said, the last couple of years going out and doing open mics and slowly getting gigs. And so it has evolved into this singer songwriter thing that I'm getting ready to, to do some cool stuff with. Um, and, tr- and finally put some stuff out there. So, uh, it's been kind of like a full circle journey. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Now, are you still doing the same type of music or when you were drumming, was it like a different genre altogether? Oh yeah. When I played drums, I did, um, I was in cover bands. Um, probably the first, probably six bands I was in, we did covers. Um, and so, you know, every weekend, you know, every week we were practicing all the covers, the top forties of the countries or rock. I mean, I've played a whole wide range of genres of music on the drums. Um, and then I was in an original band. Uh Um, we were a five piece electric, went down to a three piece uh, acoustic and, um, 
I was still playing the cajon then. You know, I went down from a whole drum set, went down to just the cajon. So um, we did covers and originals, though. So that kind of got me introducing, like, hey, let's try one of my songs. Like, I'm not singing this, but you guys kind of, you know, see what yeah. you can do. So that kind of really started my, um, started pushing out a little bit of my original stuff. And then I was like, they were like, well, why don't you try to sing it? You know, and so then that sort of started kind of evolving into maybe I, maybe I can do this, you know. And it's, uh-huh. in the meantime of that, I was also teaching myself guitar. But, um, yeah. And I never that's not easy. It. No, it's not <laughs> But yeah, like I said, I mean, it's been a super interesting journey just because, I mean, I listen to every kind of music. I love all music. Um, and then it's interesting how my original music comes through. Sometimes it is country. Sometimes it's alternative. Sometimes it's bluesy. I mean, you know, just letting the song kind of take over. Um, but yeah, it's been a super cool, cool journey. When did you start playing music originally? When, when did you start kind of getting into I Want to Be a Writer? Uh, so I started writing like songs when I was in middle school. Um, okay. you know, just like started around as sort of like a poetry type thing, you know, and then I was like, and I've always loved music. I played saxophone and band when I was in elementary school. Nice. All through school, I, I did that. Um, and then, you know, as you started listening to music, you know, I really, uh, going into high school, I really wanted to play drums. And my band director was like, yeah, I just need to keep you in saxophone, you know, you can't move you back there. So then my parents was like, they just bought me a drum set for Christmas. And so I then taught myself drums and just probably drove them crazy, obviously, but I uh, taught myself drums. And then I was in my first band um, when I was 17. And so um, I was in a cool country, Southern rock kind of band. And man, it was just, it was so cool. Um, I learned a lot of things. I was in a group with a lot of seasoned musicians. I learned a lot of stuff from them. Um, and so it was just a super cool journey just to like, evolve into oh you know i really want to play the drums okay now i'm in a band mm-hmm. so I'm this stuff you know i just kept writing though um as you were saying in middle school it's just start writing and those poet you know poems kind of started evolving into man but i really want to write a song and so then i just started writing these little songs mm-hmm. um, and so then i kind of knew what i wanted them to sound like and then when i started teaching myself guitar it was just like kind of marrying those things together and just it kind brought of, it in yeah yeah so you probably have never thought of yourself really doing anything else. Not really. I'm mean, even, uh, you know, and I love, like uh, we were talking earlier, I'm a, I work in education. And so, um, and I love my job. I love what I do. I love helping our kids and my community. Um, but music is for sure my passion. And, you know, when you get something like that, you just know. Um, yeah. It just makes your heart happy, you know. And so, um, yeah, music is, has always been my come my, my common ground I guess you could say um so yeah so you would say that your your sound isn't really one type of genre how would you describe it a lot of people ask me kind of like what my genre is and it's super hard to kind of put which I think is good if you can't answer that that means you're doing it right personally that's my opinion hard because you know like when I write a new I just wrote a new song last week and I about sent you that like a snippet of that um but <clears throat> I'm thinking about putting this on the new EP so I was like oh wait but yeah, I never really know fully how a song's going to evolve until it kind of all comes together. But man, some of my songs are country-ish. Some of them are alternative, bluesy, like an alternative rock sometimes. Like, it just kind of depends on where that falls. So to say, I kind of say Americana, just because I okay. feel like that can all 
fit underneath that category. But yeah, that's a hard one to answer sometimes. It is. So would you say there was like an aha moment or did it all just sort of happen really naturally? First it was banned and then I want this and then it just all came together. Or was there like an actual moment where you were like, this is it? Yeah, I was yeah. six about three years ago. You know, I was in that original band mm-hmm. and we were doing, you know, originals and, and covers. And we um, we went into the studio and did a four song EP and we played one of my songs on the EP. And um, I just did some backing vocals, nothing, you know, crazy. Um, and then when we would play out, we went down to a duo, just me and the lead singer. And I would help her sing sometimes or whatever. And then at home, I would practice singing. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to try this, you know, like, I'm just going to do it. I've got all these songs. And so then I just started really practicing and really like trying to just build my confidence up because mm-hmm. coming from a drummer into the very back of the band, kind of back there hidden to being out front. So my first open mic was super, uh, it was um, at Diorio's on Baxter Avenue with uh, Lana Fugit. And so I showed up there one night and got up and did a, did a song and man, I was so nervous. Um, <laughs> But that was probably that night, probably that open mic at um, Alana's was probably my aha moment of like, yeah, this is even though I'm I'm nervous as crap, like this is this is it for me. Like, this is what I want to do. It's totally worth it's totally worth throwing up in the bathroom first. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that was that night. Like, I can remember that just like yesterday, you know. Um, So, yeah, I think that that moment was like, okay, like, yep, this is the new journey of music we're. We're going to try this. Well, I'm glad you did. Uh, and speaking of that, tell me about Highway Miles. Okay, Highway Miles. Um, so that was, I was doing, last summer, I took a lot of trips back and forth to Nashville. The last two summers, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so being in education, you know, you're off in the summertime. But also, I get off at 3, 3.30. And so mm-hmm. some days, I would get off work. I would drive to Nashville play a songwriter around. I'd play one to three songs. Mm-hmm. I would turn around, drive back home and go to work the next day. And so, um, I was on the road a lot. Um, and so I, I don't know, I was on the phone one night and I just made the comment about, man, I've got a lot of highway miles going, you know, back and forth mm-hmm. in Nashville. And so I wrote that in my book and, um, that's kind of where one of the verses in there talk about, you know, driving, you know, through Nashville or whatever. And so, um, yeah, cause I just traveled back and forth there a bunch just trying to get into the songwriter rounds and just be immersed in that songwriter community down there um it just kind of helps push me as a songwriter well i know we were talking before i started before i hit record which i should just hit record in the beginning i I don't know why i don't how nashville is different what what about nashville do you think kind of pushes you forward well the cool thing for me like you know if I walk down on Broadway, it's, it is kind of nice still to just kind of walk down through there, you know, and you get to hear all the, you know, the top hits. A lot of those people in those bars are playing those top songs that you're constantly hearing on the radio. But when you get outside of that, you know, outside of Broadway and you get into those little bitty um, venues and little cool little bars that are doing those songwriter rounds, that to me is really where it kind of connects and comes together. Mm -hmm. Um, Kelly and I went down there, you know, that one weekend and we played every single night we were there. And so awesome. you just meet people, the connections you make with people, the people that you get to hear up on the stage, you know, it just could be that for me, it's just that constant push, you know, of, man, I just want to be a better writer. I want to be a better writer. And so each time I go there, I make connections with people and it just kind of pushes me to be that better songwriter. So yeah, Nashville's changed to me a bunch downtown, 
but on the outskirts of that and in those little bitty songwriter rounds yeah uh, man you can hear some good good music you know i bet yeah. i still have to do that i'm really disappointed in myself me too, me too <laughs> it should be it sucks <laughs> I have been back in Louisville for like three and a half years and I still haven't gone to Nashville. Come on. I know. It's stupid. <laughs> another day, another dialogue, just running on fumes. This night five show gives me the Chasing that yellow line Headed down 65 No destination in mind Highway miles Gonna get me out of here Highway miles Take a turn on a dirt road Backwards just let me Disappear Yeah Got my hand in the wind Out the window Kelly, do you ever um, 
write or collaborate with others as far as uh yeah so i have made a couple connections down there um um, written a whole song yet with someone like co-writing with somebody yet but i do have some connections that i i you know bounce some ideas off of people from down there that i've connected with through instagram social media after we've met in person um Mm -hmm. some connections that hopefully when i release some stuff out i'm going to be able to connect with them and kind of push and release some stuff down that way as well but that is one thing that's on my list my bucket list i guess you should you know you could say is i would love to co-write with some more people from louisville or down there either one Mm -hmm. Um, something i would like to really do some more of because a lot of it is just by myself so with with the pandemic how have you navigated playing out because i know some places you can't and you you still can't yeah Um, yeah. time um since the pandemic hit out and so uh so my mom has kidney disease and so that was another higher piece for me to be super careful um and so yeah i played out one time but it's been super interesting i've talked to some other songwriters and so it's almost like you went in these big waves of like a big lull moment where it's like you don't do anything at all you know it's just like there's no spark there's no nothing and then the last little bit the last few months i really had that writer's block kind of like went away and i was able to start writing again and so i wrote a new song last week which i was yeah about um that was super cool it felt good because i was like oh my gosh am i never gonna write a new song again because it just kind of was just like a moment you know just trying to take it yeah it's been kind of a bummer in a sense of playing music you know but it's been a good reflective time for me resetting some goals and and some things that i where do i want my music what do i want that to look like you know um just setting some personal goals for as a singer songwriter it's been a good some good things have came out of that, but I just wish I could have written some more music, but I don't force that, you know? You shouldn't, you shouldn't force that. It yeah. comes or it doesn't. Exactly. Like Howie Miles, you know, that was in my book for a while. Like I might write a one-liner songs could, or that line could sit there for a year, two years, three years, whatever. I just kind of let things come along as they, as they evolve. I mean, I don't try to push it. I just feel like it's, then it's forced and it's, you could see that, you know what I mean? Or you can feel that. I just want you to feel something in one of my songs. Like that's the cool part of it for me. It's like, I want someone to feel it and it's real. You kind of let it come naturally. What would you say other than that, your songwriting process is like? So a lot of times, you know, I really, I'm, so I have a background too as as a counselor. And so um, just listening to people and really being involved in what they have to say or their viewpoints or their thoughts or just, kind of taking in the world around you, the things that happen. I love to flip through Netflix even, just flip through movie titles and just see what things are called. You know, just if something catches my eye, I'll write that down. Um, and then that could be connected with something you said, you know, and I mm-hmm. would create a song. So um, I just have a, I keep notes in my phone. I could keep a notebook constantly with me, a little journal. Um, and so when those things are in there, sometimes it just kind of, or I have a melody on my guitar. Um, I never know where I'm going to start. If I'm going to start with the chorus, I'm going to start with the guitar. It's super awesome, the process sometimes, you know, that happens. <clears throat> just because I don't, I don't know. Like, I just let it go. I just kind of let it lead me. So it's always a fun, fun process to see. Who would you say you're more most inspired by? Can you think of, of anybody particular that caught your attention? Yeah, I really like Brandi Carlisle. Um, I just think she is, um, you know, just kind of super true to herself and she kind of to me as a songwriter she does that you know she 
she invites you into a story or, or something, you know, that just kind of catches her. Um, and she dives you down into into these pieces of life and uh, makes it real for you. And so um, I love that about her songwriting. And, and Taylor Swift, actually, she is an awesome songwriter. I love she is. You know, when she first came out um, as a country artist, I listened to her stuff. But then, you know, I just felt like um, just that another female, the same kind of thing. But, man, she had this little bit different songwriting style about her. And as she has evolved, I've loved to follow her journey. And I've loved to you know, see, see her, you know, stand back as a songwriter, you know, she's uh-huh. got cool little songwriting techniques she uses and the way she tells the story is pretty cool. So if you could collaborate with anyone who anybody doesn't matter if they're local or, or crazy famous, who would it be off like the top of your head? Well, I would love to, I would love to collaborate with Elvis, which I know that's not possible. Right. But, but wouldn't that have been cool? Oh man. I love, he's one of my top people really. Uh, just to be able to sit around and just to jam with him would have been just so cool, you know? So if I had a choice dead or alive, it would be him. Um, but alive, um, I really, I've always admired Keith Urban. I'd like his old stuff as a, as a writer. Um, I liked his stuff, but I tell you my, my favorite person right now is Jason Isbell, man. Yeah. He's probably my go-to, uh, to listen to, all the time. I mean, and I get songwriting inspirations from him. If I could sit down and write with anyone, it'd be him. So tell me about Dreamcatcher. I loved that song. I really, and I've listened to some of your other stuff. You're very good. Please don't get me wrong. And I, I truly adore the tone in your voice, but that one almost made me cry. So tell me, yeah, I was like, Oh, so tell, tell us about that song. It's a super interesting story. Um, uh, so I work in a school, we had just had a student, an eighth grade student, commit suicide. Uh, that year I wrote that song. That's awful. Uh, so I was getting ready for work, and that weighed super heavy, you know, on me and the students, the staff. And um, I was getting ready for work that morning, and I think the morning after. And I, was, and I had the news on, and they were talking about, it was just so weird, because then they started talking about the suicide rate in America, you know, among teens. Yeah. And so... Um, it was just so funny because I was just, you know, getting ready and that was in the background playing and that just happened to, at our school. And so it was just like meant for me to hear that. And so that song popped to my mind, like just being a dream catcher for somebody, you know, for a minute, like we all need that uh, reassurance or someone to be there for us. And so I know, I kid you not, like from my house to the school, I was starting to write that in my mind, driving to work. I get to work. I go to my office I start writing this song down and it was I mean it was done it was just that's what it was um I mean that quick that that whole song yeah holy shit I just knew what I, I mean as soon as I it's, heard yeah that, connected that dream catcher like you know we all need that that dream catcher sometimes in our life like let me be uh that for you I mean we all need it and so yeah it was it was an insane process i mean and that happens you know sometimes um not on all the songs but that one specifically yeah it just happened it's beautiful it really really is yeah it's a song that um you know people just need to know that like especially now i feel like in more of the times that we're in now it's like you know you feel so isolated and alone and you know there are people that care and love you and that would do something to help you um, be a dream catcher for you, I guess, you know? Yeah. just love the idea of the song, but man, it just, yeah. When I got to work, I just, I just couldn't stop writing. It was just like, no, this is it, you know? So 
I bet they're like, what is she doing? You're like, (laughs) don't talk to me right now. Just trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. You'll know later. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you enjoyed it. I really did. I really, really did. I listened to it two times in a row. It's beautiful.
What do you like most about music for you? Um, uh, I think the most thing, the most important thing for me is it's such a good coping piece for me. Um, in any, in any emotional piece, like whether I'm happy, sad, upset, like music is the go-to and music to me brings back memories of lots of different times in my life. And so I turn to music for everything, you know, I mean, going into work, you know, working out, spending time with family, you know, when I just saw this uh, thing the other day and I was talking about how when you lose someone, you know, that memory is still there and music just brings all that stuff back for you. Um, so man, yeah, music's it's everything. Right it's going, I mean, I've got music going constantly. Yeah, I do too. I, I was really glad you were like, can we do 930? Because I was like, I started with this one thing and it happens to me all the time. I turn on YouTube and I'm just like, I'm down a rabbit hole. And when I got your message, I was like, oh, thank God. Because it's going to take a minute. Because <laughs> I was over here. Yeah. Oh, I get you. What would, what's, oh, and this is a really good question for you, actually, since you work with kids. What would be your advice to somebody who's thinking about doing music? Oh, I, I, mean, I just had a conversation with a kid last week. Um, you know, they are choosing some things that they really need to kind of like get back on this other path. You know, they're, they're hanging out with some people that they shouldn't be hanging out with. And so, you know, I talked to them about like, and I know they love music. And I'm like, have you ever thought about that you could learn, you know, that song and that you could play that instrument or whatever? And they're like, not really. And so, um, it's so funny because we had the conversation and I was like, yeah, my guitar is hard. I'm like, but you could start on a ukulele. Like that's super, uh -huh. you know, gentle. It's, you know, it's easy to chord, easy to do the chords and stuff like that. And so we picked out a few songs, super easy songs, you know, uh -huh. and on my ukulele and man, they are, they're loving it. And they're, they've already learned several songs they keep talking to me about it. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like, you know, for me, it's just a coping piece, you know, like I said, when I'm happy, sad, what all these different pieces, like I can go grab that guitar at any point in time, you know, and be in a totally different place. And that's what me and that kid talked about. And um, it was super, it was a super cool conversation because the kid was like, not that, that way, you know, they threw out a few songs and I'm like, well, you could be playing that. And so uh -huh. it was a cool conversation. Have you ever thought about doing music therapy? No, I, uh, I, you know, when I first got my counseling degree, I thought about, you know, incorporating music into that somehow, because I think, huh. like I said, that's a huge part of my life. And I think it's a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, people, music's huge in their life. Sometimes they just don't realize probably how they could then interweave that into their life and make it uh -huh. better or for those coping pieces, you know. Um, but no, I, I've thought about it before, but it's been a while since I have. So what advice would you give somebody who was like, okay, I'm going to do music. What, what, where do I start? Oh, I think you start with what you know. I think you start with something that you love. Um, I think you, and that's what I told the kid, you know, what songs do you like? You know, what's something that a super good song, you know, they threw out a few. So we looked at them and we found something that was easy, you know, mm -hmm. not super complicated. Um, I think, yeah, you start with what you know, as far as like, man, I really love this song. And how cool would it be for me to sing this song or play this song along, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's what I told the kid. And it and it's worked out perfect for that. Do you have any funny or crazy, like, performance stories or anything like that? Hmm. Everybody usually has one. I guess the get question is, do you have any that you'd like to tell? 
That's what I was thinking. You're like, mm. <laughs> off my drum throne, you know. And when I play drums, I've I've done that before in the, in a show. Um, you had what now? I've I have fallen off the drum throne, you know, playing drums. I felt oh, bad. Shit. <laughs> That's happened. <laughs> uh, singer songwriter wise, no, I don't really think anything uh, strange has happened. Um, you know, I've been in a few places that, like when me and Kelly went to uh, North Carolina, we went to um, a little place called Alley Cat Music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what it was called. It was an open mic. We just showed up there on the last night there and played. And um, met some super cool, interesting people there afterwards. Um, nothing crazy happened on stage. But afterwards, man, it was uh, it was interesting night. That was an interesting night. We'll have to talk about that, like. Ask Kelly if she remembers that night. Um, I want to know why was it interesting. Just the people, just the people that we got to talk to on the um, right. So outside there was like this big porch type thing. People just would go out there and sit on. There were some couches, whatever. Um, this guy, man, just talked to us for a very long time, but he had like he could rip off poems like nothing. I mean, just like it was insane. I mean, right. Kelly have to say about it. yeah, it was it was just the craziest thing. Um, cool, but you just don't, that doesn't happen to you every day, you know? No, no, that's the story for the books. Uh, what's your favorite place? What's your favorite state that you've, uh, toured in? Um, man, North Carolina was super fun. Um, it's a cool little town. We played in Greenville, North Carolina, and it was just a cool experience. I mean, to go, you know, Louisville's always been our hub to play music in and there's awesome people, you know, open mics and venues to play. Um, but as a songwriter, I just feel like it just, you know, ex- to expand that horizon and Kelly and I was like, let's just do this mini tour, you know? So that was just super cool to, to go on the road and know that you're going to play music. That's probably one of my favorite outside of being in Louisville all the time to play is to North Carolina was fun. We had a blast. I want to say I've interviewed a couple people from there. Now I'm curious. I'm going to have to look. I'm going to yeah. be like, tell me about Al. I'm going to like, so tell me about, were you the guy on the porch? Yeah. I'm telling you, this dude was, uh, he was an interesting <laughs> man. He he really was. You know, you, and that's the coolest thing, too, about going to all these different places. You meet so many interesting people that you wouldn't have met. You know what I mean? These little stories, you just never, people tell you things, share stuff with you, come up afterwards, talk about songs. You know, it's just like. You just want to meet all these people and have all these experiences. And I love talking to people. And so it just kind of fits. Makes sense. When we went to New Orleans, actually, probably the craziest thing that happened to us there. So our last night there, I woke up and I heard rain, you know. And so then, so we we stayed in, we just rented a room, you know. Uh-huh. And so I had met the lady who lived there, you know, whatever. Um, and so I'd, I heard it rain. And so the next morning when it, I woke up, I went out and she was making coffee. And so I chatted with her and she was like, no, you guys go back today. Right. And I said, yeah. And we had rented a car, you know, it's out front. Um, mm-hmm. And so Kelly was still in there asleep. Mm-hmm. And so the girl was like, well, you guys probably should go ahead and head out now. And I was like, oh, really? And she's like, did you look outside? And I said, no. She was well, you probably should. So I look out her front door and the water is already halfway over the middle of the wheels on on the or a little suv type thing oh so, no so kelly and i'm like kelly get up <laughs> get up we gotta go <laughs> she's like what do you mean and i'm like we've got to go like it's we're gonna get flooded 
in here and the girl's like seriously like so we're mm -hmm. flooded the last time new orleans flooded bad that's where we had that's where we were staying it was in that oh. and so when we load up the car to leave um kelly has a picture of me talking to a firefighter so our exit where we were supposed to leave to get you know to come back home there we couldn't take that exit it was like water was everywhere so there was a big fire truck and so i get out and go talk to the firefighter i'm like hey how am I, I want to get home to Kentucky. Like, how am I supposed to do that? And he's like, well, you can go up to this next exit and try to get on. He goes, I'm not promising you anything, though. I mean, it was already that bad. Yeah. He's like, and, good luck. Yeah. I mean, so we drive up to the next exit, and I drive us through water to get out to come home. But um, it was intense. Like, that was a crazy story, though. Cause it's like, Let me yeah. just wake up my road partner real quick. Hey, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's Kelly, now or never. <laughs> no, Kelly was like, let's just stay. And I'm like, where are we supposed to stay? Like, this is a rental. Like, people is like floating around in boats at that point. Um, no, this is getting flooded too. <laughs> yeah, she's got a picture of me with the, the firefighter dude up there talking to him. Oh, I want to see it. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I have this story to go with it. Yeah, yeah I'll show you the picture. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's not, and look, you know, what's great about that story is the lady making coffee is like, whatever about it. So you have no idea how bad it is. No, she's like, have you looked outside? I'm like, no, she's like, you might want to go ahead and head out now. Um, and she did offer though. She's like, if, if you do get stuck here, I mean, she was going to stay there another night, but like, I mean, I didn't want to get stuck there. I'm like, Kelly, this is a rental. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get swept away. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the car's it, gone. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Uh, yeah, we got some pictures from that, and it flooded fast. That's what the girl said. You know, when that flood really happened there the last time, like, that is the area. Because I always thought it was downtown, like, uh -huh. but it wasn't. It was right in the area where we were staying in it. And I could see really quickly why, just because water was already everywhere, and people were in boats and kayaks when we were just trying to get out. Going down the street. Yep. Okay, so what time of year was that? So I don't go then. It was in the summer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to. I really want to go there, but not for that. Not for that. It was a blast. You for sure should go. It was fun. She wanted. She wanted to get stuck in New Orleans. She was like, I don't really want to go back. And I was like, Oh, I do. Like, I don't want to get stuck. Yeah. I was like, Kelly, This is a rental. Like, I'm over here. Like, this was the perfect episode. You know, of like. I'm over here like freaking and she's like let's just stay and I'm like I don't want to get stuck here like look at the water uh so yeah she she was wanting to get stuck <laughs> he was making fun of me when I got out and talked to the firefighters and <laughs> like we got up there and it was like we couldn't go through so we turned around and the Siri just kept taking us back to that one exit to get home and I'm like that's it and she goes what are you gonna do and I'm like I'm gonna go over here and talk to the firefighter and she was like you are Yes. I want to. <laughs> You're like, I, you might like it here, but I don't want to die. No. No. It was, it was fun, but uh, I wanted to get out of the water. I am going to find a way to tailgate you guys the next time and just have a camera on. It's going to be like a reality show. Pretty much. <laughs> see, then, then you could take your um, podcast on the road, see? Yeah, I would love to do another mini tour. Really. Yeah. Get ready to record an EP soon, so I would love to be back on your your podcast and uh, talk about some of that stuff. 
Okay, why don't you tell them uh, what what you have out now or where they can get it? The only thing I have out right now is Highway Miles. It's on any music platform you can find. Um, you can look me up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, under Brook Hall Music. Um, love for you to come on there and, and follow my journey because I'm getting ready to have some I'm getting ready to have some merchandise and this EP is going to be coming out soon. So. You, okay, yeah. So you had just asked about a hat. Yeah. Okay. I love a hat. I, I see that. And I at first thought baseball cap, but then I looked at how you used your initials and I thought that would look real, that'd be easy to do and look really cool on a toboggan. Ooh, like you're sewn into a toboggan because it doesn't have to be exactly perfect, but it would work. Yeah. Just saying. And I know I need to connect with some like I would love to connect with some local artists too, you know, and to do some uh, you know some merch like that. Um, I mean, I do photography on the side, um, but as far as like making stuff, I think it would be super, super cool to do that. But yeah, I want some hats and because uh, I'm a hat freak, and then some shirts, obviously. But yeah, I'm working on that that kind of stuff, so I'll have some of that posted soon, and then we'll do this again. Hopefully me and Kelly make some more memories that way and we can share it on <laughs> All righty, listeners. Thank you again for stopping by for this week's episode of Sound Pollution. You are the best. And one last shout out for Kathleen for supporting Sound Pollution beyond the patron page. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe on all listening platforms and social media. I can't stress it enough. That really does help a podcast out. It means more support for the podcast, and it keeps us going. And for an independent podcast featuring independent musicians, all your help is, um, well, it's needed and greatly, greatly appreciated. It doesn't just help me. It helps the artists that appear on the show. So drop down below again in the description section. Make sure that you're going to the musicians pages. You're liking them. You're following. You're subscribing to them. You're buying their music. You're supporting them. It does make a difference for them as well. I believe that's it for this week. Thank you again for joining me. Have a great week. Be kind and make some noise.